Welcome to the Table of Life. Hi, my name is Chef Kirsten Helly Sandoval, and I'm the founder of Mesa de Vida. For my new friends, I'll take a second to give you a reason behind the show, as well as give a disclaimer that cussing may occur just in case you have any sensitive ears listening. I've been a private chef for professional athletes on the Food Network, the cover of Women's Day magazine, and I'm now the CEO of a food and lifestyle brand. I set out to create a healthy new family legacy after becoming a mom in my mid-20s, accidentally losing over 100 pounds, and I can honestly say that healthy food changed my life and it has completely changed the course of my journey. Food is nourishment, but it is also the cornerstone for nurturing family, culture, community, and tradition. The table is where life happens, memories are made, stories are shared, values are passed on, and the place where many friendships are forged. I want to share the stories of women in food that inspire me, healthy cooking tips and recipes, journeys through health, wellness, and a glimpse into the life of a foodpreneur and or mompreneurs just like myself. Most importantly, I want to extend a seat at our table to you, so pull up a chair and join us. If you'd like to watch the live stream recordings of these podcasts, see the recipe action and more, head to facebook.com slash Mesa DeVita and click on videos. Also, I record these sessions every Thursday and would love to have you join in live to ask questions and be a part of the conversation. Since these sessions are recorded live, you're going to hear the sizzling, popping, and sometimes the fizzing of the bubbles as we make mimosas. So let's dig into the deliciousness at the table of life. Kitchen of Logan, Logan Niles of Pot Pie Factory. Um, I met Logan this year or yeah, like, February? February, yes, yeah. yeah. And um, at this awesome networking group that we go to and um, F Bomb Breakfast Club. F- we have to plug it. We have to. I'm totally yes, yes. Thank absolutely. you, F Bombers. Thank you, F Bombers. And we'll get into more about that. Actually, Logan just won a really cool contest. Um, yeah, pitch yeah. contest. Um, but yeah, so like going there and I, I thought I was like the only food person there, food business, and <laughs> Logan's there, and I'm like, we have to meet so if you could take a moment to just kind of let us know and while she's talking I'm going to switch places I'm going to make us a little mimosa because it's morning and we're hanging out and this is supposed to be celebrating and all that cool stuff yay nothing like a mimosa before 12 o'clock yeah so yeah have mimosas exactly (laughs) you gotta have to have a little bit of something to fuel the rest of your day yeah so yeah um I started pot pie factory this year uh January was our first pie day um thanks to the folks at josephine.com where um uh, neighbors cook for neighbors so I was able to go on the platform, uh, create the pies, offer it to my friends uh, and family here in Seattle area, neighbors, uh, mostly neighbors actually. A lot of our my first customers are people I don't know, which is great because then they give me really good feedback, honest feedback. Yeah. Sometimes, as you know, your family and your friends will give you great feedback because they love you and they want to see you supported, but they don't necessarily want to tell you when things aren't working out. So um, the Josephine platform has been great because it's allowed me uh, a chance to create a product line, um, Pot pies, specifically little mm, custom pot so pies, cute. Oh. And, <laughs> and good. Yes, and yeah. delicious. A full meal, actually, uh, and also you know test out the recipes, test out the market, see what families are looking for, um, get feedback on the product, and basically bootstrap a food business in the comfort of my home um, through a platform that you know provides marketing and support, um, and has allowed me to actually grow a business, which is pretty exciting on a very very lean budget. 
Yeah, it's smart. You figured it out. So, uh, Logan is super scrappy, and that's one of the things <laughs> that inspires me most because. Should we, should we so yeah, yeah, true. Oh. I got to take a drink. So I made a blood orange mimosa. I oh just took God, a fresh so blood good. orange and put a little. Yeah, I mean, it's just like the canned mimo- or champagne stuff. And we have some questions. I'm going to jump yes. over really quick. Sure, yeah, we'll say, switch places again. Hi. Okay, okay. Let's see. Hi, Aloha from Maui. Mary, this is mm. for you. It's her birthday today. Mary, oh my God, what happy my, birthday! <laughs> Mary was a client of mine. Uh, she met me. I, I advertised for my personal chef business in 2006 on the Little Nickel Wan ads. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. And that's where she found me. And she's awesome. And now she lives in Maui. And here, I better take a drink. So. Yeah, take a drink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can't so, podcast without that. I, yeah, I know, right? Oh, that's the truth. <laughs> so we're just. I'm just going to get quick started making a fast recipe. Because, you know, eating and hanging out together, that's the way to yeah. do things. So um, I'm going to do a... Because I know you're very health conscious. Correct. And, you know... Into like real food, yeah. also yep. clean um, eating. Clean eating, I love it. So, first, if you don't know who I am or don't know my story, I lost 100 pounds when I set out to create a healthy new family legacy and quit dieting, quit focusing on food. And my only commitment to myself and my family was real food. That was it. So, um, I wanted to make a recipe that might be. I mean, you're a chef, and so <laughs> this is not a chef. Uh, re- Although I'm a chef too, and like you know I, I get home and I want to have a fast, quick meal. So, you know, right? I think there's actually. Um, a misconception that chefs only make fancy food. Yeah, you know, I can yeah. throw down with mac and cheese, right? Yeah, anytime or an omelet. I mean, for me, a default if it's not a protein shake, then I'm like, I just need to make an omelet. Yeah, I just need some protein. Yep. So I think the concept that chefs always make fancy four course meals for themselves is ridiculous. Because honestly, we spend all our time cooking. The last thing we want to do is spend a hell of a lot of time cooking for ourselves. Yeah, yeah, that's not realistic. Totally, I totally agree. Yeah. So I'm doing a really fast recipe that I'll be sharing it is a uh, chorizo you can totally substitute turkey or ground chicken or cubed chicken whatever you want to make beef whatever leave it meat free if you want but um, keeping it grain free and um, not really low carb because I'm using root vegetables which are excellent carbohydrates yes yes I'm also good. a wellness coach so please do not cut out carbohydrates yes <laughs> needs them. your brain actually needs carbohydrates to function Absolutely. you don't want to be that hangry person at the gym because your body doesn't have the macronutrients that it needs. I love it. Thank you. So you're, you're very welcome. Oh my gosh, we're going to get all kinds of inspiration here. Well, I knew she'd be my best first guest. I love it. And yeah. if you are vegan or vegetarian, um, Corn Q U O R N is a great company. Um, they make a meatless substitute that doesn't have soy. I'm not a fan of soy. Um, and it's actually um, a, a mushroom or a fungus-based protein oh, okay. that's grown and then harvested, I didn't and know then that. yeah, and then Uh-oh. turned into a really fabulous, delicious vegetarian option. So I use that in my um, uh, vegetarian barbecue pot pie. Oh. Because, again, you know, the other option is soy or tempeh or which are not yes. products I really enjoy, like yes. taste-wise and texture-wise. So you like um, the corn. So I love corn. Q-U-O-R-N. Q-U-O-R-N. Okay. You can get it at Grocery Outlet. You can get it at most grocery stores nice. in major metropolitan areas. Yeah. So I've seen it before, yeah. and I've never really looked into it. I would so. try it. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> cool. I mean, because they have, they have burgers that actually taste burger-like nice. and patties that taste like chicken anybody, and nuggets. Anybody vegetarian on Say Hi for Vegetarian? and I'll try to do more vegetarian recipes or give vegetarian options too. So um, I have some chorizo and normally I stay away from the traditional chorizo, like the, the cheap stuff because yeah. it has 
so much crap back and nitrates and tons nitrate, of garbage. Yes. Yeah. So this is one is literally just ground pork with chorizo seasonings from. Mm. Um, happened to get it at Whole Foods. Week. So this is so good already. Mm, it sounds so delicious. It's a good like <laughs> cheater way to start your meal, and this is a good cheater way too. My Mesa de Vida sauces. <laughs> yeah. So I'm the founder of Mesa de Vida. I'm not gonna like totally plug the hell out of these podcasts or live streams with Mesa de Vida. If it happens, I asked Logan to cook a pot pie, but like yesterday was her cook day, and look at these yeah. cuties. And so we'll we can eat it later. And yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna put all the information down below to connect with her too, so you can get your own. But um, so we just happened. She was like, well, I'll just mm-hmm. make a little easy Mesa de Vida recipe. So um, smoky Latin is going to go great with the smoky chorizo. Absolutely. So I actually had a lot of fun. I'm not sure if everybody got to see it, but what about two months ago? Yeah. We did a smash up. So yeah. I took all four of Kristen's sauces and I made individual, well, four series of pot pies based on her sauces. And it was actually a lot of fun. It was good. She yeah. brought them to me at the hospital. That was sweet. We were in the hospital yeah. for my daughter for a couple of weeks at Seattle Children's and when you've been in the hospital and have no food and hospital like, food oh my god uh, talk about a revolution we need to have vending machine stuff mm. yeah so having these gorgeous pot pies and they're actually were they bigger than these ones no it's the exact same size oh my gosh yeah. they seemed they were so substantial like a yeah. quarter of a pie I was well it's really filling so a quarter of four yeah. of them. so, I guess I had a so whole you had pie. a pie yeah. <laughs> you're the Frankenstein pie yes yes so yeah so one of the nice things about the pies is that they're just over 10 ounces each so it really is a meal and they're packed so unlike the pies that you see at the grocery stores where there's like a little bit of protein a little bit of veg oh. and a whole lot of sauce like go- goopy kind of sauce who had banquet pies growing up yeah me <laughs> too like yeah. <laughs> so those are the inspiration but I thought I know I can do this better so the pies are really dense they're packed with six and a half oh. ounces yeah um, and yeah they are they are heavy it's a real meal because you got your veg your protein your carbohydrates um, I do have gluten free and vegan and paleo. The paleo I'm kind of reworking. Yeah. Um, but, it, you know, my thought was if you have any of these concerns like paleo or gluten-free or vegan, the chances are that you will not find a pot pie. Yeah, it's very true. Yeah. yeah I mean, gonna, if it's if a place... Do, it's going to be hot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, mmm, cardboard, yum. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. So my goal is not just to make pot pies that are great for the average person, but just to, to actually help people that have those concerns. We're like, I want to go out and get a pot pie. I love I mean, it. just because I'm vegan doesn't mean I can't have fun. Absolutely. I love that. So we were going to get to the why behind your business. Um, real quick, I'll just jump in and say, so what I'm doing is sauteing the meat. So again, mm. if you were using ground turkey, chicken, whatever. We need smell vision Hi, Kita. <laughs> oh, so glad to see you. Some of our fellow F-bomb friends on there. Awesome. So yeah, Smell-O-Vision would be awesome on this. So I just threw in the meat, um, threw the, the um, and I'm not using any oil in this, not that I have anything against the oil, it just doesn't really need it. Um, yeah, threw in really the sauce, awesome. going to saute it a little bit, and then I am going to, so this is actually a paleo recipe, if there are any, <laughs> uh, so it has, it's just the chopped root vegetables, so normally I would chop all this up or try to keep my house stocked with it, but um, this is real life. We're both yeah. moms, and we know that that's not always the way it rolls, so. And we want it easy, which is yes. about, this is what Mesa de is all about. Totally. Easy, yes. fast and easy. Yes, absolutely, and getting all that good flavor without sacrificing. Yeah. So this is, um, I took advantage of the store. You could easily get, like, frozen varieties that are really affordable. 
This is, you know, Whole Foods, and it was not cheap. It was like, oh, I didn't see the price on it, but whatever. It's, uh, this is going to make a good, you know, four to six servings. Um, take the cheater. If you want to chop up the veggies, chop them up. Otherwise, we're just going to add these in. Um, I do buy frozen sweet potatoes all the time, so yeah. you do use all fresh and delicious ingredients in your You pies. know, well, I mean, frozen corn and frozen peas. Oh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? So there you go. That, those are good frozen. Yeah. They're actually really, really good because they lock in the flavor as soon as they're picked and as soon as they're processed. Yes. So I don't mind making exceptions like that. I don't think there's actually a negative to frozen. Um, like you know, the, some people even say that it actually does help with the actual uh, saving of, new, of the nutrients. Um, I've heard sometimes that. the texture is more of an issue than anything else mm -hmm. because you've got that, you know, you've got the crystallization of the water in the vegetable and then when that defrosts, you end up with broken cells and then that's why sometimes yeah. your vegetables are mushy Yeah, and like they just, they feel kind of like watery and especially carrots. Yeah. So yes. some, some vegetables I don't like frozen just because it's a texture issue. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. And they leach out water sometimes. Yeah. That, and then so. it just makes whatever you're making wetter, which yeah. isn't always necessarily a good thing. Very true. Very yeah. true. And I should also say, if you are paleo, um, I highly recommend researching resistant starches. Yes. Because resistant starches yes. are really the way to reintroduce certain um, vegetables like white potatoes back into your diet. Because when um, potatoes are cooked or any starch, whether it's rice, potatoes, um, pasta even, if you can just cool it down and save it for eight hours in the fridge, refrigerate it, the majority of those starches become resistant. Okay. Which means, yeah, your body does not treat them like carbohydrates. Oh it gosh. becomes a probiotic in the lower gut. So that's Good. critically we important. All want that. Yeah, yes. because then you're like, oh wait, I can actually eat white potatoes again. Yeah, and yeah. It, it won't actually it. affect your glycemic index, and it won't spike your carbohydrate load. So, so. cook it ahead of time and let it cool. Correct. And that's it. Like, yeah. That's okay. Even freezing so, helps too. That's even better. So I'm a big proponent of meal planning and like yeah. cooking ahead of like on a Sunday, yeah. just taking the evening and cooking a whole bunch of stuff on my website. I'll plug it real quick. I have like a little meal planning strategy Ooh, thingy. I love that. <laughs> so, um, okay, so that's good to know. Very. Cool. Smells good. Yeah. I wish we had smell-o-vision. We need smell-o-vision. <laughs> kitchen will smell good. So the blend had sweet potatoes, look like some carrots. Parsnips, um, I think, too. Parsnips, I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. Maybe, Love I thought parsnips. maybe some rutabaga or something there. Might but it, and there's yeah. some, so it might just be And some shallots. Yep, there were some shallots, shallots in there, for sure. Yeah, they mm. were really big, but this is going to suit out. And this is it. So I'm just sauteing that for a few seconds. Got the meat cooked. Going to add in some fire-roasted chopped tomatoes. They have jalapeno and cilantro. You can use plain if you want. Um, they really like that. heat. Yeah, like it's oh, spicy. I, yeah, I, oh, yes. we, should, we might have to spice it up then because these oh, are yes. <laughs> So I'm just going to add that and a little bit of broth. And there you have a super delicious stew, Sweet. chili. If you want to add beans, go ahead. You can make like a mountain mm. of food if you threw some beans in here. That's a lot of food. Yeah. That's good. Yes. <laughs> so good. I'll, um, we'll show all of this. And again, all the recipes will be at MesaDeVita.com. So um, if you sign up for the free newsletter and I'll hook you up with all the info on Logan. But um, so that they're going to want to do that. Can you tell me more? So you have such an interesting story. Oh my gosh. I'm telling you. She's Which so, one? She's one of the most interesting people I've ever met um, in so many different ways. So, okay. So we'll start first with you and your... Like growing up, where'd you mm -hmm. grow up? Kind of, yeah. All that so kind of stuff. I was born in Puerto Rico. Oh, um, yeah, I, I know. know most most people don't know that. Okay. Uh, I was born in um, Condado. Uh, my mom's American and my dad is from the West Indies, from St. Kitts. So they oh. met in Puerto Rico, oh. got married, had me, and then my oh. mom took me back to New York uh, when I was about, oh, I guess around two years old. 
Uh, so I consider myself to be a New York native. So I grew up in Manhattan on the Upper West Side, um, which was a great experience because I got to live in this huge building that had this great program called the Mitchell Lama Program. So it allowed mixed income families to live in really nice apartments, nice. which is great. So we had people in the building that were um, Section 8 to middle income to six-figure earners. Wow. So it allowed for a great sense of community and diversity, um, different cultures different ethnic groups, different socioeconomic status. So it was really great. And I think it's a program that, honestly, every major city needs. Um, so wow. growing up in New York, I got to experience like so many food options okay. because it's New York City. Everything is there. Every culture okay. is there. Uh, it truly is a melting pot. Yeah, um, yeah. And that really informed um, my culinary choices. Uh, my mom was really into cooking when I was little. I mean, she made stuff that, that as a kid I would never eat like hijiki seaweed <laughs> you know she was into microbiotics and she was into um, Julia Child she had Julia Child's cookbooks so she would try I mean she was a single mom working really hard working really crazy hours um, but she always tried to make something nice she was really into baking so I ended up doing a lot of work in pastries nice um, okay. cake decorating uh, I actually have something on Airbnb to do cake decorating yes. classes we'll plug that too yeah right? so I, oh my gosh um, so and then of course my, my grandmother as well or she was a grandmother figure um, she's kind of like a foster grandmother almost uh, she was really into cooking and she was great because she would go grocery shopping here we are like the the mid 80s and she would tell me I could get anything I wanted oh. now most kids would probably get bags of candy yeah. right yeah. candy soda whatever chips I got every extract that McCormick made um, wow. and I would get the things to make dessert that was my thing like so we would go grocery shopping we would make food and then at oh. night we she would have her best friend Zelda over we would watch TV we'd watch the Dukes of Hazards and um, <laughs> Fantasy Island and the Love yeah. Boat. And then after dinner, I would go into the kitchen and whip up a dessert, oh which for me gosh. was like some type of cool, whippy flavored pound cakey thing. Yeah, yeah. I still make <laughs> yeah, those sometimes. I, I mean, with the almond. Yeah, and it's like a scoop of ice like, cream yeah. and then so yeah. use some extracts to make things fun. And it but was actually. So yeah. how old were you when you were doing this? Oh cooking? my God. We're talking like seven, eight, nine, ten. Wow. Okay. And it was great. And I mean, I okay. remember when Kiwis first came out and they were expensive. I mean, they were like a dollar something each and my grandmother was like well get one I don't know what that tastes like do you know well we should get one so it was fun to be able to buy things that my mom probably would never have spent money on and she'd be like well let's play let's try it and that completely opened up my world of food Um, so I ended up going to a Quaker boarding school in Pennsylvania Um, we weren't a rich family so to make extra money I worked in the kitchen so that was my first job at 13 Um, I was working and prepping in in a big production kitchen it was a lot of fun because I got to work with the students and work with the staff and that was the first time I think it, it occurred to me that, that people had food jobs yeah you know yeah. What I mean it was, it was a bigger idea than just going to a restaurant or being a chef or just yeah, a place exactly. regular I guess yeah, yeah. or that yeah. there were different types of chefing yes you know it's yeah. not just do you want to have a restaurant mm-hmm. so when I was in junior I was in my junior year um, my mom's boss was like so what do you want to do with your life and I was like uh <laughs> he's like well what are your hobbies uh-huh. I said well, I love to cook and I love art I love comic books oh my gosh I love that somebody asked you instead yeah. of what what's your career going to be you're yeah. like what do you love to do because probably my mom was like she doesn't know what she wants to do I need some help here nice. and you know he was always nice to inquire like what is she doing what's going on so he said well why don't you go to culinary school mm. okay so this was 1988-89 this before the Food Network this was yes. you know way before all of that celebrity chef stuff 
And I didn't even know that culinary schools existed. So it kind of blew my mind. So I thought, huh, that's interesting. So my mom and I went to CIA in upstate New York. We went to have lunch and take the tour. And I remember eating at Escoffier, which is their classical French um, restaurant. And I had beef bourguignon and I forget what else. It was amazing. It was so tender. And and the noodles were from scratch. And I thought, if I can learn how to cook like this, I will do this. So I ended up going to culinary school. Very cool. Oh my gosh, that's so inspiring. Wow, you have such a diverse background. I love that. (laughs) You know, that's, um, so I'm borrowing culture for the show. I am, you know, a white girl who grew up in Puyallup, Washington, and here I make these sauces inspired by all these cultures, and um, people are always asking me, like, oh, have you been there? I'm like, nope. Nope. Not yet. Not yet, exactly. (laughs) I study it, and I soak up culture. So um, I envy the... Mm -hmm. You know, I envy that. Um, I think it's amazing. And I love that. I do that with my kids, too. I'll go take them to the store and be like, pick out, you know, they yeah, like, pick fun. out weird-looking fruits and stuff. I'm like, yep. buy it. Let's try it. Right. Let's see what it's all about, <laughs> making food fun and stuff like that. Oh, my gosh. So yeah. that was that beginning of your journey then. That was um, the beginning. And what's really ironic is that halfway through, I was like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> Seriously. Because oh, really? at the oh. same time, so tangential to that, I really wanted to be an actress. Oh, so okay. I had in my head that I was going to be a movie star. So cooking, fine. I'll do it as a backup. Okay. <laughs> but it's not going to be the main I event. See where this could combine down the line. Yeah, exactly. This. this is great. Oh, you brought extracts. I love your story. Yeah. She's so interesting, right? Okay. This is just yeah. the beginning. I know. One of the things you said you started working really early and yeah. one of the things I've noticed um, about a lot of us I told her I said the reason why I want to in- interview people who are um, you know women in the food business um I find like there's just, we're kind of crazy. There's something about us that is like a glutton for punishment. Yeah. It's a crazy hard road. Um, Huge risks, huge obstacles. And it's an industry that is not always female friendly. That's very Which I find so ironic. So I know it's food, it's love, it's yeah, you know, but yeah. it's also those those two roads of women should be in the kitchen, right? Oh you yeah. You should be yeah. barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen. But don't work in a kitchen. That's so true. <laughs> it's like, wait, 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 I'm supposed to be in the kitchen because I'm good at cooking, but I'm not uh, supposed to be. So yeah. Very, very true. I, I started yeah. working really early too, and my first job was in a restaurant. Um I got my food handler or my, my permit so that I could work at fifteen and go yeah. I worked at the as a hostess at a restaurant at the street for my parents and um, yeah. you know or no I was a busser at first a bus I bus tables but um, I didn't know I wanted to be a chef until I was much later so see I did you quit halfway through or did you no I, my mom was like you better get your degree yeah I'm like well, and she said and literally she said I remember this so clear she's like you can always fall back on it okay and it was like and it's true every time I've yeah. I've stepped out of the industry. I've always been able to transition back in. Um, once you get that training, or even if you have experience, you don't have to go to culinary school to be an amazing chef. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just helpful. It, it shortens that learning curve. So instead of learning on the job, you're learning in a controlled environment where it's very intense and you have to you have to prove you know what you're doing. So that's one advantage. And I have to admit, it has been an advantage as an employee when I go and work for someplace else. I can, I can command more money. I love that. Because yeah. I have this degree. And also, working with chefs that have been through a culinary experience, they know what I know. Yeah, so they know yeah. that they don't have to teach me what a brumoise is. They don't have to teach me what the mother sauces are. Yeah. They don't have to teach me certain techniques that are just a given when you go to culinary school. So true. I took a very different path. I did not go to culinary school. I, there's no, I mean, I had a my baby by the time I discovered I wanted to be a chef. So I kind of self-trained, but I knew I probably could never get a traditional job in a restaurant, nor did I really want yeah. I, I really, I know, I, I thought outside of the, you know. And you know what? I've worked 
in one restaurant, and okay. I really oh. didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was my internship, um, and I just was like, I it's. I remember it was Fourth of July. I'm in this teeny kitchen. It's like 120 degrees. Oh. We're all working our asses off because people are still eating out because they're all off from work, so they can eat out. And I thought, I really don't want to work like this. Yeah. I want to be having fun on a holiday. Yeah. Not that that happened for a while, because then I went into mm. catering where you don't get any holidays. Your weekends and yeah. nights and the holidays are the, yeah. the occasions you're hired. But it was yeah. enough for oh. me to go, the stress level and also the monotony of dealing with menus that are just the same all the time. I loved catering because it yes. gave me a chance to, one, create the menus to make it varied um, so that I didn't get bored. I so it. I get bored very easily. So mm -hmm. if I have to work at a restaurant and the menu is always the same, I would lose my mind. And you're yeah. not going to keep me. You're not going to keep me engaged and you're not going to keep me excited. Yeah, absolutely. So I love that you found your way. You found what works for you yeah. and you are making it work. So do you think that any of... Did anything? I mean, you know that your grandma took you to get to try and allowed you to try anything. Is there anything specific you can point to that really shaped your life or your um, or traditions that you pass on to yeah. to your son? Who? Well, you know, <laughs> baking is really big, actually. Okay. Um, so my mom always made all of my birthday cakes, which for me was phenomenally special. That's so like, sweet. That is so, so special. So when my son was born, I made I started making really fancy like fondant cakes. He was one years old. He he didn't care. But I was like, oh my God, it's going to be amazing. So every year we did a theme. So up until this past year, because now he's 12 and he's, you know, a little mature for that. Um, we literally, I literally would make, spend three days making the fanciest freaking like marshmallow fondant cake wow. in a theme. We've done Wolverine. Yeah, yeah. We've done Lego. We've, I mean, you name it, we've kind of done it. Cats, cars, trucks. Yeah. That's <laughs> So awesome. that's kind of something that, you know, my mom always did that made me go, yeah, I'm going to do that for my kid. That is awesome. Yeah. I love food <laughs> traditions passed on. Yeah. We have, um, like, although we haven't done it recently, like sauerkraut making, mm -hmm. lefsa, yeah. yeah. um, my dad makes smoked meats, and so we're hoping somebody carries that tradition on with the kiddos, but, um, that's interesting to yeah. see. So food was very ingrained in you and yeah, all of that. Absolutely. Kind of stuff. And also when I was catering, international fusion mm. was like my thing, which is which was not really known back then. I mean I started the business in ninety eight, ninety-nine. Okay. So again, Food Network was just kind of coming into its own and cooking was becoming cool. Like yeah, cooking was, was becoming now, cool. And okay. international cuisine yeah. was becoming cooler. So you know, I used Ethiopian spices and I just basically said what come what cultures of food do I love, like flavor-wise, and then how can I mash that together mm -hmm. to make these amazing creations that nobody else is doing? Love so it. that was a signature of, of Blue Now Catering back, nice. when, back when it existed. Blue Now Catering, I love yeah. it. Um, so I'm curious, what was I? I have a list of questions, yeah, I sorry. <laughs> I, I'm up here, so I have to guide it. Um, I'm trying to think, so you, you have food philosophies so you are into wellness mm -hmm. you are a chef mm -hmm. um do you have any philosophies on food and a relationship with the, with yeah. food because that's one of the things i really want to share through this too um you know we i think we all are at different places with that and you know some people are like hard and fast rules like you must only eat this you mustn't eat this and yeah. then some of us and i've had to work through my relationship with food over mm -hmm. the years yeah um, my, myself as well yeah so i'm curious if you have you know yeah you know i i'm not a fan of fads yeah good. um because i find a lot of them are not science-based mm -hmm. they're more like oh we thought this worked so we thought we'd try it now yeah. we're going to market it and sell you some stuff yep. um 
I yeah. really think it's also important for people to understand. I'm very big into blood type dieting. Oh, okay. So figuring out what your blood type is and therefore what your body needs versus a cookie cutter approach that is supposed to blanket everybody okay. without a consideration of your biology. Very cool. So, mm -hmm. so for me, it's more about like, okay, what works for your blood type? Okay. So as an O blood type, mm -hmm. I'm really big. My body works really well on proteins, vegetables, and not a lot of wheat. As mm -hmm. a matter of fact, I try not to do wheat yeah. in general. Um, not because I'm, I'm yeah, not yeah. because I'm celiac, but because it just I feel better when I'm at a high protein, high vegetable um, diet. I love that you gauge it by how you feel. Oh, versus, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That that's a big one. That's because big one it, I, I was vegetarian for a long time. I was even vegan. I even did raw because <laughs> I was under the impression that being vegetarian was the healthiest way to be because that's what everybody said. Mm -hmm. And I was exhausted. I was yeah. overweight. I was listless. And I went to a doctor and I was like, I don't understand. I'm eating the way people tell me I should eat. I feel like shit. Yeah. Yep. And he said, well, let's do some blood work. Yeah. And then he came back with this diet that was pork, beef, fish, chicken, two meals a day, ah. seven days a week. And it was such a complete turnaround. And my body was like, yes. And that's when I realized that just because something is trendy or a fad doesn't mean it works for you. I love it. Yep. So, yeah. That's definitely something I've learned over the years w yeah. working as a private chef for people of all different backgrounds, different eating styles. I have clients that are vegan that are the ultimate of health. I mean, just perfect. And then I have other clients who like very much follow what you're Steak. talking about. <laughs> yeah, right? And they feel amazing. It's, I went yeah. through, um, I, my clients who are vegan, I'm like, God, this is a phenomenal way to eat and live. Yeah. Look how healthy they are. And there's great research out there. Um, but it wasn't for me either. Right, oh, exactly. man. Yeah, I, and, I, and again, I'm not saying it isn't for yeah, anybody. exactly. But I think it's a very specific group of people yeah. that it works for. I love to hear that and, yeah. and the two meals a day it's funny because oh we're told eat three meals a day eat breakfast the minute you wake up yeah and, and honestly at that point um the one of the goals tangential goals was to lose weight so that's mm. why it was structured that way but I because i work out a lot two yeah. meals a day three meals a day doesn't cut it yeah um so again you have to tailor it based on your metabolism based on your goals based on your exercise yeah um i usually eat four meals a day but they're not big mm -hmm. they're not necessarily big I mean, Got it. Very, really big. Yeah, there's that snacking yeah. things. That's funny. Yeah, that's. I love figure out what works best I just for have to you. Lift this yeah, look at this. Look at it. Oh my god, that's so good. Yeah, it's, <laughs> a, it's just this, like right? yeah, we're absolutely. Eat we're eating it. That's why I've got it boiling really hot so that it cooks a little faster. So this, <laughs> I should have cut up all those. So if you're gonna make this and you want to cook really fast, like 20 minutes, chop them up a little bit finer. Yeah, some of the chunks were like pretty, like stew size. They were. Okay. Yeah, it, I think that's what it was probably intended for is a stew. <laughs> that's but, okay. Yeah, we totally with works. So now in your career, mm -hmm. so tell me about how, why did you pick pot pies? Like what? <laughs> you know, uh, honestly, I, there was some equipment that I saw and, I, and it said, we can make a pot pie. And I was like, I wonder if that works. Okay. And so I had um, a Costco chicken in the fridge. I had some pie dough in the freezer, pre-made, not mine. And I kind of whipped up a vegetable thing. I did a little bechamel and I was like, huh. And I got this little pie maker thing and I tried it out and I was like, wow, that's actually really good. Nice. And I can do it better if I marinate the chicken, use my chicken, you know, the whole nine, mm. do my own pie dough from scratch. Every single ingredient yes. as well. And Correct. Flavored, right. And, you know, Absolutely. So my fair. idea about creating the perfect or, you know, pot pie is that the crust has to have butter. If you don't have dietary restrictions, <laughs> um, I do not use shortening under any circumstances whatsoever. Okay. I don't believe shortening is a food. Mm -hmm. I, I don't believe it's healthy for the human body. It's fake. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. fake. And I mean, it's an oil that's a solid. Uh, that's not natural. 
Yeah, something um, had to happen there. Chemically, yeah, something to had to make that all happen, and that doesn't happen in nature. Yeah, um, and our so, bodies don't do well with that. That's, correct. Yeah, they don't so, know what the hell to do with so it. So butter in the crust, and on the vegan crust, I do a combination of coconut oil and olive oil. Yum. On the oh, paleo, yum. I've been using lard, and I know some people freak out about lard. I wish there was another word. Yeah, other than we lard. About it. It's so because it's like lard just doesn't. Yeah. Or it, one, it doesn't roll off the tongue nicely, yeah. and most people have a negative connotation. Yeah. Even though technically speaking, it has less saturated fat than butter. Yes. Go figure. And it's lard. It, and it's that's like a tasty All it is. It's, Man, just, it's so yeah, good. It's, it's just, what, it's natural fat. It's what we use. Yes. I'm a big proponent yeah. of natural fats. Yeah. Um, so whether or not we'll keep it that way or if we'll transition into the, the olive oil coconut thing, sure. we'll see. Um, but I really love, it's also, mm. it has a really crispy finish oh, to it. Totally. It's the yeah. secret behind grandma's great pie. Exactly. Lard. And yeah. then like each crust has an adjunct. So this has nigella seeds. That's the Moroccan chicken. Mm. So um, I use rosemary. I use different types of herbs, mm. um, sesame seeds. So when you get just the crust alone is imbued with flavor yes. and quality. And then on the inside, all the proteins are um, antibiotic and hormone-free. Great. And they're all marinated. Nice. So, again, more flavor. Yeah. And then the sauce, again, more flavor. It's <laughs> so it's just perfect. layers, 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 layers. Oh. So, yeah. So it's not just pot pies that you can get on um, josephine.com in the Seattle area. That's a great platform. I urge you yeah. to look into that. Um it's so cool. They're people yeah. who are cooking out of their homes, which is technically not the legal way that you can run a business. But right. the way they have it structured, you're, 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 I mean, they scout you very, very well. Correct. They come in, they do kitchen inspections yep. and make sure you know what you're doing. And you have to have your food handler's permit. Yeah. Which I've had many over the years. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. and you're a professional chef. So um, I love that you're getting food cooked in somebody's home. <laughs> right. Fresh, I just love it. You delicious. know, we're yeah. all going to eat at restaurants occasionally. Like, there's yeah. nothing against that. But I love on a yeah. more often. Often to, for people to be eating at home and enjoying. And it's also a great meals. platform for food justice because, you know, most people that want to start a little food business, it's very cost prohibitive. Yes. The equipment, the, the kitchen rental pricing. Yep. Oh, my God. Here in Seattle, it ranges anywhere from $10 to $45 an hour. Yeah. How are you supposed to make a profit and therefore grow a business if your overhead is by the hour? Yeah. You know? Yep. Or you have to commit to a lease and of seven plus hundred dollars a month. Yeah. And that's hard to and do, too. And if you haven't made the money yet if you, yeah, you you're just exactly. you're just getting it out yeah. so you figured a way you again you're scrappy she's figured it out and i just had to point out there's wonder what where's wonder, oh, oh, we love wonder she woman she's hanging out with wonder us <laughs> she reminds me to kick ass every day i love it oh, i love it yeah so, she's okay. <laughs> i need her well, back in the photo there we go there, there she is there we go there she has to join us in the kitchen Three Wonder Women in there. Yes. <laughs> all the Wonder Women. So I'll hang out a little more like this. So um, so she's figured a way around it. So you mm-hmm. um, are generating an income. Correct. You're generating uh, proof of concept. Absolutely. Client referrals, um, customer feedback. Mm-hmm. Yep. And now where are you taking Pot Pie Factory? So the, the goal of Pot Pie Factory ultimately is not for me to make pies and then retail them, to, you know, wholesale them to stores, but to create the first ever custom Pot Pie retail retail chain. So if you're in the Pacific Northwest or especially Seattle, you're probably familiar with Mod Pizza. Um, If you're not, then Chipotle, um, Subway are also similar models of fast casual dining where the quality of the ingredients is higher than fast food. Um, But you still have that same level of convenience and speed. Mm -hmm. 
but offering a custom delicious product. So when you come into our, our locations, when we finally have them, mm-hmm. um, you'll be able to choose the crust, the veg, the sauce, and the protein, and we will create a custom pot pie for you in 10 minutes or less. Can you imagine that? That would yeah. be just delicious. Oh my gosh. And there's yeah. nothing out there. I, I, when I heard this idea, I was like, God, you know how they would say, if there was something you could have thought of, I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so now I'm just like, I yeah. can't wait to see where it it's goes. It's going to be pretty exciting. Because I mean, in the beginning, I had people that would email me and say, hey, can you do a pot pie without onions? And mm-hmm. you know, when I make the fillings, they're batch created. So to pull out the onions isn't, it, it won't happen. Yeah. And there's not, in, unless you're ordering like a hundred pies, it really doesn't make sense for me to make a special batch. So you order three pies without onions. Yeah. So then I thought, what if there's a retail environment like my pizza, where you could go in and you literally can choose choose what you want in your pot pie up to six and a half ounces. Mm-hmm. So, you know, some people are like, well, I want a pie that's got more sauce. Well, that's totally fine. When we do retail, you'll be able to put as much sauce, well, within a limit. Yeah, yeah. As you want to. Yeah, and extra can, sauce. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. so if you're, and it. all of the fillings are automatically gluten-free. That was something that I chose that's to do from awesome. the start. Even, so the bechamel, the, the, the yeah. creamy, yeah. saucy base. Absolutely. Okay, so great. I use, um, wow. I use potato starch as a thickener. Lovely. In the beginning, I used corn starch, but I know some people have corn as an irritant. Sure. So I said, you know what? hold up as well I find on reheating right yeah, yeah it doesn't hold up as well and also there's a silkiness that potato starch adds that's really nice, nice. Um, okay. so all the fillings are gluten-free so that way when it comes to retail you'll be able to say well I want a little of this a little of that a little of that and the gluten-free crust awesome I want yeah. to take like a little survey if you're gluten-free or you know need to be or choose to be can you hit like I'm just curious I want to kind of at this point it'll give us the information so I want to cool. see um, kind of who just as a thing somebody, Paul Blankenship is saying this is awesome Mary says I love her story I love it <laughs> so, so, <laughs> you guys so, so, have any questions please yeah. uh, pop up and uh, answer or ask them so and so at this point um, we are oh, we the royal we to me <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Pot Pie Factory so, is seeking investors and funding yeah um, whether we do SBA or, or private investment, we're kind of just figuring that out. I nice. mean, I, the company's only been around for a year. Yeah. So um, this has all happened really, really fast. Yeah. Which is exciting. It is. Yeah. You know, success loves speed. So Very true. Very <laughs> you know, true. I don't want to sit on this and be like, oh, someday. No. No. Yeah, and but, that, yeah. yeah, you're doing it. You have an idea. You're going to make it happen. Correct. That's what I remember. Um, when I was getting ready to launch my business too, I'm like, you know, oh God, this could be hard. How am I going to do that? I'm oh, just yeah. like, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going to get it yeah. done. I'm going to make it happen. Yeah. I'll figure it out along the way. And I'll be really, I'll be really transparent. There are times when it is hard and oh, it's yes. intimidating. And yes. when I think of, I've had a retail um, business before, but it was not perishables. It was not food-based. Yeah. So the concept of like how that's all going to run and then hiring people and then managing all of that and then hiring managers and scaling. Oh, when you think business, of that, it's a mountain. Right? It is a mountain. And there are times but, when I like lay in bed and I try yeah. not to hyperventilate. And I'm like, okay, people want the product. Yes. This is a viable business. Everybody's excited. Hang in there. You Just, go back to your why. You yeah. Go back, you go to, back the, to the why. Yes. Go back to the I vision. It. I literally lay in bed and I envision being on the cover of Forbes magazine. Ooh, visualization. Pies to yes. say, that's the goal. Let's keep pushing, keep pushing. And also as, as an entrepreneur of color, mm-hmm. to my knowledge, there is no retail food chain that is helmed by a CEO of color, let alone a woman of color. And I think it, the time is now for yeah, that. Absolutely. And I think other little kids of color need to see that. Yeah. They need to know that it's possible. Yes. That you yes. can actually have an idea, a concept, prove it, go to market, be successful, and create the life that you want. That's absolutely. critically important to hear in this country, especially now. I love now. it. I love it. Yeah. You, you're... 
you're looking, you know there's obstacles, but you know you're going to work away exactly. around them. That's yeah. well, paramount. You know what? In business, there are always obstacles. If it was easy, everybody would do it. Yeah. No one would have a job. Everybody would just be an entrepreneur. But it takes a certain level of grit and perseverance yes. and getting through the times where you're just curled up in a ball in bed. Yep. Because you're like, how am I going to get it done? There are those days. There are. And yes. there are lots of them. Yes. <laughs> the key yeah. is to have the good days outnumber the, yeah. the days where you're like, oh my God. And those moments, it hits you and you just go back to the why. The why. And you let it be a, just a quick little blip. Yeah. You, I, I'm big on yeah. when I have those moments where you're like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? How? Why did I do this? How? Why did I take this? Why did I take this risk? Yeah. Um, I honor it. I let it yeah. sit. I, let, I marinate it and I start working around like what is putting this in my head? What is making me think this way? And I'm yeah. just like, quick, right? Yeah. Get over it. Let's figure out a way. Let's right. find a solution to it. Yeah, I love and, it. And I'm looking forward to, to helming a company that gives people more opportunities. Yes. You know, it's like, it's not just about, can I make pot pies and make money? It's like, how many good jobs can I provide? And yes. I want to shift yes. the conversation of what it means to work in fast food or fast casual dining. There's like this, mm. it's really weird. We, again, we all love food. Yeah. We all love to go out and eat. But for some reason, we feel it's absolutely fine to put down people that work in this industry. Oh, you flip burgers. You yeah. know what? If I wasn't flipping burgers, you wouldn't have a meal. Yeah, exactly. So we all have to start yeah. somewhere. Don't so anybody. instead of yeah. making it like that job nobody wants, I want to make it a job that people are lined up to get. That's because great. working for our company feels good. We support you. We understand you. We know it's not just a paycheck for you. That you are, you're giving me your time and your labor. Mm-hmm your hours away from your children and your family yes. to come work for me to make my dream possible. Exactly. How can I not support you? The face of the brand, yeah. the, the person handing it over. I can't do this alone. Yeah, I yeah. can't run a retail shop I on my own. I love that. Don't you so. all love that? I love that so much. I uh, listened to a podcast. It was Howard Schultz was talking about Starbucks and how he, that's a, that's a cornerstone for his business too. It's just, I mean, free college for their employees. I love that. And you have better, you have less turnover because Correct. people want to stay there. They right. want to honor your business. Um, I'm not going to name names, but my daughter just started work or she worked one day for a company. It was a new, um, I would say fast casual. Um, I'll just say it's a pokey place. So I'll just, yeah, I, I, I won't name names. That's okay. But, there's lots of them now. Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. Let's say if I can say that. There's tons of them. <laughs> the worst training program. I, there was no training program. He mm-hmm. trained her. It's her first job. He knew that. He uh, told her, he trained her for two hours by standing over her and telling her, don't do that, do that, don't do that. Ooh. He has no systems in place. Like, yeah. So he's like, put a little more. She puts a little more. No, not that much. I'm like, right. oh my gosh, I want to go. <laughs> and they're yeah. like, this is, you have to put systems in place. Exactly. And you have to, I said, what he should have done is, and he asked her, well, didn't you Google what pokey is before you came in here? I'm like, no, this is not this girl's passion. She's sick. 16. Right. It's your, it's your passion. job. So it's your you, job to train me. Totally, properly. right? Yeah. And you give her, like, the first hour of the training should have been right. telling them the story behind the brand and right. what it meant to you. You know, right. that whole thing. Yeah. And so, so they're invested. So if, interesting. If your staff isn't invested, because look, the bottom line is you're the business owner, right? Yes. You're making, hopefully, a majority of the money. Yeah. Um, if your business is profitable and running well mm-hmm. and your margins are tight. So for them, there's no incentive, yeah. really, outside of your paycheck to yep. show up. Totally. So, and they've they've proven this that people are people will leave a good, well-paying job if they don't feel appreciated. Absolutely. Emotional yeah. connectivity is critical in in dealing with your customers and dealing with your employees. Phenomenal because at the end away. of the day, 
You cannot have a business that's more than one person yeah. without staff. No way. And no if you way. don't appreciate them, they will go where they are appreciated, even if it's less money. Yes. So that's very, very telling. I think that's a great thing. That's definitely something that I always want to keep in my business, too, as we grow, is um, just a really healthy company culture. It's a team. It's mm-hmm. not You're just not exactly. hiring somebody to do the work for Absolutely. you. You're really creating a team. And I think that's... Um, I think that's important, and you don't see that in all aspects. So I I really love to see that you're uh, doing that. So anybody have any questions while we uh, move along? I have, um, well, we're almost done cooking. I don't want this to drag on too terribly long, although we could probably talk to Logan forever. I do want her to share. (laughs) I can talk forever. I I want her to share. uh, So she just won a pitch contest that um, I actually took my kids to see at 7 a.m. downtown Seattle, (laughs) the F-Bomb Breakfast Club. It's an awesome networking group for women who are... Startups, yeah, startups start- and founders, entrepreneurs, founders. Yeah. Um, you know, many different realms, uh, different stages of startup. Whether some of us are looking for investment, some of us are ideation. Ideation. You're right? like, hey, I have a great idea. What do you guys think? Yeah. yeah. So they had this awesome um, pitches to bitches, and uh, it was just fun. So You're not fun. looking for investment. It was just practice because yeah. when you have an idea this big, you know right. it's going to take other people coming Correct. in and investment yeah. to get it to grow at the rate you want. You need it to grow. And can you explain that succinctly? We had five minutes to pitch. Five minutes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Plus a a little bit of time for question and answers from the Mm -hmm. judges. Um, So there was a a nice judging panel, which Mm -hmm. was very diverse, which is great. Um, But also just the fact that, you know, to stand in front of 150 women with nothing but a slide presentation and five minutes to Mm -hmm. tell them pretty much everything about your business and why it's awesome, not just it's awesome, Yeah. but to really paint that picture of why you're doing what you're doing, who you are, what you envision, why you started it, where you're at right now in terms of customers and traction and what your goal is. Yes. And that you have ideas to make it happen too. You're not just like, this is a great idea. I want to start a business. You have. So it was great. It was a phenomenal pitch. Um, I I was telling her, I told my kids as soon as um, we watched it that I, uh, I was like, this is exactly what a pitch should look like. It feels really good. Yeah, it was great. You know, you touched on everything. So um, I'm so happy you won. Nice. So And I, really I didn't awesome. expect to win. Question. I was just really glad to show up and be there. Oh, that was a great question. So would you consider employing people with special needs? Yes. Um, yeah. You know, what's nice about um, this particular business model is that you don't have to have a culinary degree to work for me. Um, you don't have to have classical French training. You, it's, mm. it's, it's simplistic. Um, detailed but simplistic Mm -hmm. but I'm actually looking forward to also hiring um, people that have uh, completed their jail time Oh, yes, yes. Um, Because, again, that is a very marginalized group that has a very hard time finding employment. If you have a felony conviction um, in your history, a lot of people just automatically discount you. Not going to give you a chance. Exactly. And what's nice about the food industry is that it's very manually oriented. Mm -hmm. It's very very physically demanding. But anybody can learn how to cook. I really, truly believe that. I can teach anybody how to prep for pot pies. Yeah, and you're going to have your systems in place. Correct. So So many systems. It gives them the best opportunity for success correct which is a yeah. big deal I and then it could yeah. springboard them springboard them into other other aspects of their careers you know yeah. other chances to maybe have their own franchise of, or their own business with us i love it yeah amanda from new flowers when mm-hmm. she spoke at the uh 
one of the Seattle Startup Week events. I love that she was talking about that. She's not sad when somebody leaves. I mean, it's tough to have somebody leave, but she's like, it's awesome. like a graduation. Where are you going to? Right. I'm so glad we were yeah. a stepping stone in yeah. that. So, yeah. It's important. And I think you're doing a great, so it'll be great because you have that, but also you have people who are going to be like, I can move up in this company. I can, right. you know. I mean, unfortunately, I think one of the reasons that there's high turnover in the fast food and the fast casual um, verticals is that there is only so high you can go. Mm-hmm. Like for with, with our establishments, you'll either be in the front, um, actually creating the pies, uh, helping with customer service, um, a manager for the front, yep. a manager for the back for prep and prepping. Yep. So, and the franchisee. Yeah. So at a certain point, there is a there is a limit to where you sure. can go. Unlike you know corporate culture where you can you know there's so many different levels that you can go up. Um, so I'm trying to talk now with HR people to figure out what kind of incentives can we build in to keep you here longer. Because I know you might get bored. I know you might be like, oh my god, more carrots is pot pies, <laughs> right? But some people, but you're yeah. finding the right person. Some Correct. people, that's all they want. I know. I want I someone want who's like, oh my god, I love this product. Yes. I love making this every day. I love the people I get to interact with. I love the company culture. Mm-hmm. I want to stay. Mm-hmm. So my goal is, well, how can I bump your pay? Yeah. Is it every year, every two years? What incentives can I give you to stay longer? Because I don't want to have to retrain somebody. Yes. And if I really like you and we're all working well together, I want you to stay. Yeah. If you want to make this a lifetime career, we are more than happy to welcome you. I love you. it. Yeah. Profit sharing, I've heard, is yeah. a good way. I worked for a company that did that. It was a good idea. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. I love it. So that's one of the big differences I see and one of the reasons why um, I felt like talking in introducing you to Logan um, and much like myself like we're not just trying to start a business to make a shit ton of money we are starting something that's a legacy for our families for the world that um, we know we're going to hit we're, our bottom line isn't going to be as high we probably will take less of a salary than initially you, initially, <laughs> initially. Right? but um, it's all for, for the, the IPO good, yeah. right yeah yeah I love for the IPO yeah <laughs> I know I'm just <laughs> researching a lot about that so I love it so um, the chili done here let me see if I can show you it looks really good it's like a great stew so it's just so if you have potatoes throw them in here carrots that would be a good you know what else would you I think beans would be delish of course we're in Seattle so you could do kale kale would be phenomenal the state flower (laughs) very true oh my gosh I have a quick story so embarrassingly I had a jello shot last night we went out for my friend's birthday party I think it was all natural jello though like just actual made with gelatin um, and it was supposed to be a key lime pie flavor, and my husband ate it, and he goes, "Is this kale jello? <laughs> kale jello? It had mm. that. It had that tangy. Only in Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> Only in Seattle could you actually make that work. You have to do. Actually, I'm sure there's somewhere there's a cocktail with a kale simple syrup infusion. Yes, I guarantee there is. You know there is for sure. Some spinach or something. Yeah, we can take it real far. Oh my but god, actually, green martini. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's the vegetal yummy. Oh god. <laughs> well, this would be good too with quinoa. If you're Absolutely. into the quinoa and cut out the meat and make Wild it really rice. thick. Oh my gosh, Ooh. super good, super good. So I'll be sharing the recipe and I'll show you yeah. better photos. Link down below. So we'll serve it up. But before we do, it looks like a piece of rosemary from that potato got in there. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, all the rosemary. All yes. the rosemary. Okay, so I so I have notes taped up here. Sorry. <laughs> now I'm gonna give away my secret. Okay, so I have some. Not, you know, fast question. I'll call them hot potato questions because we're chefs and you're in the food thing. So, you know, you're juggling this hot potato. Okay, they're coming at you. Okay. So, if you could do only one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, my God. Like career-wise? 
Like for, the only thing you have to eat. Like you oh, are eat. only like you're on an island and there's only one oh, food my God. that you can eat forever. Uh, would I actually get sick of lobster every day? Oh. I probably could. Uh-huh. You oh probably my God. have some building some sort of Wow. Maybe raw oysters. I really I love seafood. Okay, I yes. love seafood. I see you have Hama Hama. I got. I love Hama Hama Oyster Company. They are nice. Their oysters are gorgeous. Okay, yeah. love. Yeah, oysters yeah. are delicious. Okay, okay. It's an amazing source of protein. Yeah, that's true. So raw you protein is the best. And vitamins and minerals. So oh, you so many tons. Okay. Calcium. Oh, got it. It's a good one. That's an interesting one. I usually don't hear that. It's just buckets of raw oysters. Yeah. Um, is there any food you abs- I'm just thinking oh of your gut. Just eating it. That I absolutely hate? Yes. God, zucchini. Okay. Oh, I don't know what it is. Really? So, yeah. The last... Wow. It's It's been a battle over the last, like, 20 years to let go of needing to like zucchini. It's such a popular vegetable. It's so inexpensive and I can't stand it. Oh gosh. I don't know what it is. And this summer I grew patty pan squashes oh, thinking, those are cute. you know, I like patty pan. No. Summer squashes are off the list for me. Same I can't, thing. Okay. I don't know if it's a chemical thing. There's just something about them that drives does me Does it taste funny or is it a texture? It's a taste thing. It tastes I'm not, I love weird textures. Like I love jello. Mm-hmm. I love raw oysters. Yeah. I, I'm like, ooh, yeah. the slippery the better. Yeah. I... Just can't do it. Okay, wow. I love Never winter squashes. Okay. Love them because they're denser. So yeah. I don't know if it, I totally think, different. I really think there's a chemical component that just irritates. There must be. You know, when I cut up out. zucchini and I'm working with a lot of it, I get, my fingers go a little numb. Oh. So I wonder if there is something in the zucchini that is I'll have to research it. that. Yeah. I love to research stuff, so. Is there, although I'm all big, I know, me too. I, I love research too. Oh, we can know so much in this day and age. I love that. I'm like, Google, my, man. Oh my gosh. Anything you want to know. Um. <laughs> Um, so just that brings up like a topic for me. So there's so much I don't know, but I'm like, I will figure it out and I can mm-hmm. figure it out now. I'm sure you're the same way. Oh yeah. I love that. I've I, taught God. myself how to do so many things. Yes. Thanks to YouTube. Yes. Yeah, I, uh, I changed the blade on a, on a circular saw one time, um, how to fix a tire, how to change a battery. I go to YouTube and I'm like, how do I fix this? Yep. It's there. Yeah. Many of them. And they teach you. I love that. I just think that's so cool. I tell my kids all the time, like when you get home, just take an hour and figure something watch something that's interesting right yeah i love it i love it um and so i'm not big on um being ashamed of any food that you like or Mm -hmm. any unhealthy but is there one food i have one food that i'm always ashamed to say i love and so curious what if you have one like you're just like oh my god i love indulging this and and i know i shouldn't do it i do not beat myself up over anything anymore um if I have three back-to-back grilled cheese sandwiches because we're in Washington State and I'm having a little good time, yeah. I don't care because I know the next day I can do it all yeah. differently. Yeah, exactly. Um, I have a really good friend, Larry, who was a cranial sacral massage therapy dude, mm-hmm. um, fantastic guy, marathon runner, whole nine. And I remember in my 20s, I was stressing out because, you know, like you, I was dealing with food and overweight yeah. and being an actress and being in front of the camera and all the mm. stress that comes with that. And he said, look, just because you had one bad meal, let's yeah. make it, let's call it bad, right? Because yeah. that was my thinking. That does not negate everything else you did in the day. You could have had salads all day long, eat healthy, go to the gym, and then you have a hamburger and you cry about it. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So it was yeah. great to have that reminder just to stop doing that to yourself. Yeah. Because yeah. there's no point. And enjoy it. Yeah. I think I might yeah. eat that hamburger if you Man, really I eat it. I knock it down. I'm like, I just, I go to town on yeah. whether it's fried chicken, it yeah. doesn't, mac yeah. and cheese, it, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter because yeah. the next day I make a different choice. Yeah. You know? Mine is, see, mine's kind of, a, it's yeah. mine's imitation crab. 
I love it by the bagful. I love it. <laughs> so I can a- see that. I'm sure the MSG probably plays a factor because it's like your body. Sugar is in it. Like all yeah, kinds of right. stuff is in it. It's I don't even awful. know what's in that stuff. It's like some type of fish paste and yes. and, and then fish cornstarch. I know. So weird. It is. It is tasty. Oh, I know. Gosh. <laughs> and then uh, the last. Oh, well, not the last question. But so, if you could only pick one, what would be the one food legacy or one value that you want to pass on to future? You know, you have your son and his kids. <sighs> Is there something? Is it the baking of the cake for the birthdays? Is there that some, would probably be one. Yeah. I don't know if I see him doing that. Oh, okay. That might be tricky. Okay. Um, I think it's probably he? just... He's 12. Oh, okay. Yeah, so 12, yeah, 12 and a half. Yeah. So I think basically just clean eating. Okay. Just not Love being that. so reliant on processed Yay. foods, which is hard when you're 12. Yeah. Yep. Because, no. of course, all his friends just want to go to Taco Bell or Taco mm-hmm. Time and eat at the mall and the food court and this and that. Yeah. And, you know, he's at the age where he doesn't want to eat. Yep. So just getting food into him to begin with. Thank God he likes my pot pies. Yeah. And it's like a meal. He, he does. Can, good. He can, it took six months for him to say yes to eating one of my pot pies. <laughs> so he said, Mom, I don't like pot pies. I'm like, we well, haven't had my pot pie. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I don't like pot pies. And then finally he came over and he helped me with some prep. Oh, and, cool. That helps. Um, that definitely Just to see. Helps. I wanted to see if he had an appetite for helping. Turns yeah. out he doesn't. But he did have a pot pie <laughs> as payment and he really loved it. Nice. So Good. that's something. Good. That's a great one. I love that. I love that. Cleaning. That's what mine. Just like... A healthy relationship with food exactly. and real food yeah. and there's a time and a place for everything like mm-hmm. a champagne and you totally. know healthy all this good stuff so real quick just uh, or actually you don't have to do this really quick so tell us where we can find more information on you where you are in social media mm-hmm. and um, sure. how we can connect and get pot pies or support Yay. her or so um, pot pie factory is on Instagram pot pie factory okay uh, Twitter we do have a Facebook page um, also a website. Um, right now, uh, because we don't have a real retail location yet, I'm doing all sales through josephine.com mm-hmm. uh, and also regional, unfortunately. So basically, if you're in the Seattle area, yeah. you can get the pot pies. Um, I did ship a few pot pies last winter. Uh, it's not quite cold enough yet because otherwise the shipping cost is ridiculous because it has to go overnight. When it gets colder, like mm, closer to 32 degrees freezing point, um, I can ship pies in three days. Okay. So that way it's only like 20 bucks to get a whole bunch of pies instead of 88 dollars yeah. oh wow. wow yeah thanks fedex yep. so um wow so for right now josephine.com is the place to to go nice. uh, and then it's josephine.com slash cook slash logan okay we'll take you to my profile but if you also go to our facebook page you can find a link whenever i do post pies i put the link up there so you can find it directly great and josephine if you're in the area they will send you the emails if you sign up so oh yeah it's great yeah. They, they'll actually show you all the cooks in your neighborhood mm-hmm. um so you don't have to just order pot pies from me. You have a plethora of people to choose from. Really cool. um, I will say this. If you do choose to order pot pies for the first time as a new Josephine customer, if you use my first name, Logan, as the coupon code, you get $15 off. Nice. Which is like two free pot pies. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So I will link all that down below, too, in the comments on here. Um, so if you're watching this on Facebook Live, hello to everybody. Hopefully you can give a like or a love. Let us know you're out there and hung in and watched it. Um, and if you have any questions, go ahead and ask it later I'll be following up and I'll hound her if there are any questions yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you are watching this on YouTube go ahead and give it a like also um, and uh, subscribe if you would like to see more about 
awesome women foodpreneurs in the food world. Um, it'll be really cool. I'll also be bringing on lots excited. of really cool guests. Very it'll excited. be fun. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just want to share with everybody and cook with everybody and like, you know, to get to eat. You know, that's the table of life. That's what it's all about. So, um, definitely love it. Um, and if you would like to get the recipe, the link to the podcast when it goes up, and the link to any replays if you want to watch it. Mm-hmm. Sign up at mesadevita.com. Again, I'll put the link down below. And um, I have a free newsletter that goes out. I do not bombard you. I do not sell it, uh, anything like that. We just uh, send out like every week yeah. or two. And yeah, just. And eventually I'll get recipes. to a newsletter. Yes, yes. I'm will. so overwhelmed right now. I'm heading to a conference next week, the, yeah. the Fast Casual. It's next week? It's next week oh already. Yeah, the Fast oh Casual CEO Summit in Nashville. I've never been to Nashville, so that'll be interesting. Um, and it's specifically a very small, tailored. Um, summit or conference mm-hmm. for the CEOs and executive chefs. Thankfully, I get to wear both hats. Nice. Yes. Uh, for, for the fast, casual so cool. vertical, which is oh, real. I'm so, I can't even tell you how excited I am. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's big. You're kind of, it's kind of like, oh, this is really happening kind of a Oh thing, yeah. It's right? huge. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to yeah. be in the room with, with CEOs that have not only opened their locations, they have multiple locations. Yeah. So they're doing what I want to do. So it's my whole goal is to walk out with at least one mentor, mm-hmm. just suck up like a sponge, as much information as I can, um, learn some things not to do, hopefully. Yeah. And who knows, maybe snag an investor at the same yeah, time. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, we will be rooting for you for all of those things, <laughs> and we will all definitely be supporting Pie Factory. Thank you. And you know, this was so cool. much fun. It is fun. Yeah, so fun. if you're in the area and you're a cook, you should totally do this. Yes. Yeah, you get to eat. You don't have to cook, you get to yes. eat. That's such a joy as a chef. Uh, yeah, right? No one cooks for it. me. <laughs> I think friends are, have you found that your friends are afraid to cook for you? Yes. People yeah. are always like, oh my God. Yeah. Go I'm like, no I ever invites me over for dinner. Make Please. me a sandwich. You know, I'm you. happy. Yeah, we'll mac be. and cheese. <laughs> exactly. It can be from a box. I yes. won't care. Yes. I'm just, just food that's cooked. You know, I love to go to my mother-in-law's house. Um, oh, she's nice. there from Mexico. She cooks everything from scratch. Oh, my God. And, I have envy. Oh, when I go there, it's like a super stew. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. I, this is... Delicious, Yay. like just delicious. It's warm and it's home cooked. I tell oh my, my husband God. that all the time. I'm like, I just want something made for me. Like that's a big deal. Exactly. Yeah. I'll tell you. At the end of the day, when you've done, you're cooking. You're doing. The last thing I want to do is cook. Seriously. Yes. I usually yes. make a protein shake. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you try this? Tell everybody oh, what yes. you think. So, as a professional chef, uh, with CIA training, you know, that's a big deal. So, mm. it's perfect. <laughs> it's good. Okay. What good. I like about it is it was so easy. Yeah. I mean, if I did this from scratch, mm-hmm. there'd be a lot of chopping and mm. cutting and pureeing. And all you did was throw in the meat, saute it up a little bit, throw in the sauce, throw in the veg, mm-hmm. put a lid on it. Yeah. There you go. That was it. That's fantastic. Easy. That was it. Simple. And it does yes. have some kick. So, mm-hmm. wow. So the jalapenos in there actually did mm-hmm. have a little bit. It's got a little spice because the... But it's not super hot, which no. is great. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the sauce doesn't have a lot. So mm-hmm. nice. Yay. Thank Curl you, up by the fire. Thank, Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. I hope you're inspired, maybe even hungry, and enjoyed spending some time at the table with me. Don't forget to head to facebook.com slash Mesa DeVita to watch the replay of these recordings. And I do hope you'll try to join in on the live sessions Thursday mornings. You can also find the replays on the Mesa DeVita channel on YouTube, along with more recipe and how-to videos. I also send out the recipes and new episode information delivered right to your email every week or two. Sign up to get that along with coupon codes and more at mesadevita.com. That's M-E-S-A-D-E-V-I-D-A.com. I would love if you could give us a five-star rating and leave a review of what you love about this podcast too. 
And definitely subscribe if you want to get all of the new episodes as they happen. Thank you for listening. It has been such a pleasure hanging out with you at the Table of Life.